Blessed be the name of the Lord. So tonight, hallelujah. Uh, I want you to open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4 to 7. It says, But God, who is in rich in mercy, for His great love, wherewith He hath loved us. Wow. And even when we dead in sins, He has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And hath raised up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding richness of His grace and His kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. We want to title this word, The Force of Favor. Hallelujah. When you read the scripture, you will understand your life should function in what we call the cruise control. Some of you who like cars knows that, you know, once you put it in that cruise control mode, it's a smooth ride. The car will just go through. The car will just, you know, so smooth. Hallelujah. Praise God. You put the speed. There is no block. There is no, it's like going in a straight road. It just take you. I mean, you just have to just flow with it. Tonight, God is giving you the grace to flow with the favor of God. You just have to flow with it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes for some people, Christian life is challenging, stressful. In my earlier life, you know, it was like that for me. It was challenging, stressful. But when today the Holy Spirit has enlightened these scriptures, instead of you, your Christian life will not be a struggle, a challenge, something boring, but it will be something, you know, adventurous, something to look forward to, something exciting. Hallelujah, glory to God. It's the faith that overcomes the world. Hallelujah, glory to God. It is how all things God, making all things together for the good for those who love Him. Hallelujah, it is God taking the glory and not the devil. Hallelujah, glory to God. Even when a blind man, hallelujah, God said, hallelujah, uh, somebody asked him, it is because of his parents or it is because of his sin. And God said, none of these, it is for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Even hallelujah, in tough situations, God will not allow the devil to take glory. He said, hallelujah, I will take glory out of this. I will manifest forth my power. I will manifest forth my glory. I will manifest forth my love through this situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even in the John chapter 2, the wedding of Cana. Hallelujah. Look at the favor. Hallelujah. When you have Jesus in your home, hallelujah, He will turn things around for you. He will turn the water into wine. Hallelujah. The first of its own, first of its kind miracles will come into the one who has invited Jesus, who has kept Jesus. Some of you need a first of a kind of a miracle and I decree into your life. I decree into your homes. Some of your homes are getting free tonight. Hallelujah. From the spirit of lack, from the spirit of disorder, from the spirit of fear tonight. Receive it tonight. In the one of the kind of miracles to be released least in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of us are Christian life was always performance oriented. But tonight by the grace of God, your life will not be performance oriented, but you trust the grace. And your life will be under the cruise control more where God, hallelujah, will, you and God will moving together in a flow. Ah, yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Thank God for the grace of God, which makes our life into enter into that level. The same word, grace, favor, in the New Testament, it's the same word. And by this grace, 
Hallelujah. We will enter into that level of freedom. The light of God brings a revelation when it enters you. The spiritual strength and the grace inside of inside this word will enable you to walk in a cruise control mode. Some of you are going to be out of the struggling Christian life. Mental gymnastics, mental uh, games, it's all over tonight. It's going to be a joyful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will help you tonight. Hallelujah. Receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Say that, let that be my portion. Lift your hands and say, let that be my portion in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. The Bible says, He saved us by grace. For what? To show us more grace. To show us more favor. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus saved us by grace. That He wanted us to fill us with more grace. Grace is a wide word. You know, it's, it's, it's wide. Favor is used in very few places in the New Testament especially. Because though both are the, come from the same root word, more times the word uses grace. Because it's, it's got so much of width. I mean, it, it is so broad in its nature. But favor is a narrow word. Favor is a part of grace. The most powerful force of a believer that drives him forward should be God's grace. Paul said, I'm what I am by the grace of God. That's what drives me. That has driven me to all the way to say that I fought the good fight. The force behind you and me is the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes, some people think that is their smartness, their abilities that drives them forward. Now, I've seen them Many of those people, you know, just falling down. It's the grace of God. Always be conscious it's the grace of God. It's not your ability. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Not your effort, not your qualification or health. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some people think even the sun rises in the east because of their effort. Hallelujah. God's mercy and grace is not because of our ability. It's because of the greater love of God over our lives. Hallelujah. God has given us His grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes people think it would be good that they had more money or wisdom or knowledge. It's good to have all that. But greater than all that is God's grace, God's favor. Even tonight, some of you might be going through situations connected with money, connected with opportunities, all that. I mean, instead of focusing on that, say, Lord, I entreat the favor of God. Like the psalmist said in Psalm 119.58, I entreat the favor of God. I, from the depth of your heart, an entreatment, from the depth of your heart, Lord, I want your favor. I receive your favor. Some of us are bad in receiving. You need to keep saying, Lord, I receive it now in the name of Jesus. But the word is given, say, Lord, I receive it now in the name of the Lord. Lift your hands and say, God's favor. Why did God save us? That's what is speaking in the scripture. That you might increase in your experience of God's favor in your life. Ah, what a, what a privilege. What a privilege. Why did Jesus save us by grace? What is there after we are saved? Verse 7 says, That in the ages to come, that He might show 
the exceeding richness of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. He saved us so that he can show the principalities, authorities, the world, the exceeding richness of his grace toward us. Oh, God has founded you, created you, saw you, justified you, called you, saved you. Even before the foundations of the world, he's decided that you have to come into this world that the exceeding richness of his grace should be manifested through you. Wow. There is a level of grace God has kept to manifest it through the church and personally through your life. Mm. Hallelujah. We need to get our prayer in line with these scriptures. He saved us and filled us with again grace. He wants us to experience more grace. We might think that Jesus saved us by grace and then the rest of our life is with our strength and ability. I mean, when I came, you know, I had that religious mindset and I, ah, uh, I mean, I struggled with that a lot. But when I started understanding the person of the Holy Spirit, praise God. I understood. He's a spirit of grace. Hallelujah. And he helps us every day. Praise God. So Jesus saved us by grace to show us more grace. You know, some of our people have pastored and have grown up. And, I mean, most of them are so happy they've grown up in the Lord and God is using them. But whether it was my life, some of their lives I've seen. When people are born again and saved, they trust the grace of God so much. There was a spontaneity, there was a flow, there was a joy. But when the responsibilities of life came, children came, married life came, they forgot to include grace to all those things. So suddenly you are stressed out, you are grumpy, you get angry fast. You know, sometimes even people will cut your call. It's because the understanding of the grace of God, they are coming to that place of sudden shock with the responsibilities. But tonight, every shock will be shocked. <laughs> Come on, trust in the grace of God. Every shock that has ever touched your life will leave your life. God's grace is a way to get you out of that shock. Come on, somebody tonight. Some of you have been electric being electrocuted for a long time. Hallelujah. By the problems and by the situations around life. But tonight there's going to be a stop, an eternal stop. If you receive the grace of God, lift your hands and pray the Holy Ghost. Let there be a hallelujah, an eternal grace, the grace of settlement, the grace of rest. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, bring you out of every shock, bring you out of every trouble, bring you out of every hallelujah, praise God, questionable places. I feel the anointing of God taking over your life. I feel the grace of God released over your life. I feel the deliverance of God working in the inside of you. I feel the favor of God uplifting you. I feel hallelujah, the grace of God renewing you. I pray the strength that you have. Hallelujah, it's been doubled, tripled. Hallelujah. I feel the praise is rising. The songs are rising. The giftings are rising. I pray and believe that you will leave, hallelujah, your previous level to the now level. Come on, leave the last level to move into the now level. Oh yeah, Makaraba, Sandara Victory by the blood of Jesus.
with the exceeding riches of his grace one of the other versions is the immeasurable riches of his grace can you measure it cannot be measurable it's like an ocean god saved us through jesus christ by grace and mercy those again enjoy the experience the immeasurable grace that's called quiz that's called the cruise control mode you need to receive the exceeding grace you need to think about the scriptures and get up in the morning exceeding the richness of his grace immeasurable grace of god paul is not even getting the language to explain the width of this word the the, the weight of this word the full meaning of this word wow it is immeasurable very rich profound but yet vast it is loaded we need to experience it we need to change from today onwards in the light of god's word you have to experience this word oh hallelujah tonight i pray that every experience that you thought was an experience that was not related to god's word will leave your life and the experiences of grace will touch your life will take over your life hallelujah shake off yourself from hallelujah everything that is not of the grace of god shake yourself out of the dust hallelujah oh praise god god has his interest we have also our own interest some god said with an interest to go to heaven it is good there are people who got saved not to go to hell it's good also <laughs> but god's interest in the coming days is god wants to show the exceeding richness of the grace through your life hallelujah Verse 7 says that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness God gave exceeding richness to show his kindness favor is unusual kindness thy kindness is better than life God will show you unusual kindness is there anybody in the house of Saul that he should show kindness for Jonathan's sake Is there anybody in the house of God that I should show kindness for Jesus' sake? God is asking. Yes, one person is there. <laughs> Two persons are there. Two people are there. Three people are there. It's increasing. Praise God. Hallelujah. God will show you unusual kindness which you don't know. He's teaching from Ephesians. Ephesians is called the queen of epistles. Why did he save you to enjoy the immeasurable grace along with that to experience God's kindness? We need to get this into our heart if you don't receive any other word. I want you to get this into your heart, meditate, chew it, speak for the ponder it, call it positive. Hallelujah. Think over it. Come on somebody, whatever you can do with it, act over it. Hallelujah. Believe it. Again think over it. Ah yeah yeah. 
When you hear, when you are here on this earth, what's God's interest? God wants to manifest this grace, kindness. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now some people, although they receive it all, they will not show it outside. But God gave us all this, you know, that, so that He can show it outside through our lives. You know what I'm saying? God is telling that He saved you so that people in your neighborhood and your household and your enemies and your competitors and people with you, people against you, people in this world should see the love and the kindness and the grace and the mercy of God for you. It's not to... God did not give it to you. Keep it inside your... I mean, apartments. It's not an apartment grace. Come on, church. Come on, Petra. Look at two, three people and say, Petra has to get out of the apartment mindset. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When people see you, they should understand that it's not your smartness, ability, or strength. When you go to your gym, people should recognize, oh, this person is coming something different. How you handle the lockdown, people should know, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. By seeing your life, people will understand there is something behind this blessing. Somebody said, when you are born again, even a dog will know about it. As the dog suddenly finds out, hallelujah. All this while, dog thought there are two dogs in the house because there are two kinds of barkings happening. Now the dog understood one barking is gone. <laughs> it's gone. Hallelujah. People will say the prayer, the Bible that he carries is not in vain. Some of you have gone through challenges of holding on to your faith, holding on to your faith, people questioning you about your faith. Hallelujah. Like the psalmist said, the nations say, where is your God? Those kind of experiences you've gone through. Hallelujah. Says, what is the use of being born again, spirit-filled? But that is going to change. Some of you, there's something behind it. There is something behind it. There is some force behind it. Hallelujah, there is a real God behind it. Hallelujah. After this lockdown, people who knows you are not going to say about the God you carried, but the God who carried you. Hallelujah. That's going to be the testimony. The God who carried you. If you believe it, lift your hands. I feel God's love, His mercy, His compassion. Hallelujah. Flowing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 
we worship you lord a god who carries us lord victory by the blood of jesus thank you lord there is a limit where we can reach with our age or with our health or family wealth status but his experience is beyond that his favor is beyond our reach his favor is beyond our imagination god will show forth this mercy and grace and favor to his people in such a way that people will say there is a god who is alive a god who is a bow man It's a prophet who I really admire. One of the greatest men of God, God is using in this world. He said, once upon a time, his cousins, his family would look down upon. But he said, now God has blessed him so much. So much the way he comes out of his <laughs> car. Says, this guy, how? I mean, with his ability, we know that I mean, this car, he cannot travel in this car. I mean, I mean, God has blessed him so much. You know, I don't want to say, some of you will freak out. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, he's such a mighty prophet. He can exactly tell you how old you are, when you were born. He can even tell you your secret number of your credit card. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the 16-year-old son can say it. Even he is a prophet. His wife is also a prophet. Even, I mean, three of you come together, you will not stand. <laughs> I'm not joking. spirit tonight church pray such kind of favor and grace shall be manifest and revealed through our life it should not be a story it should not be that I mean we enjoy it hearing about other people's testimony let that be our testimony let that be our revelation let be ours let be ours in the name of Jesus it is not to belittle us it is to know that we have a loving father it is not to show how small you are. It is to show how big our God is. And how much we can access. And how less in the past we have accessed. Hallelujah. It is to make you understand the power in the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Why should we approach every day with confidence and boldness? We shall find mercy and of grace of help in the time of need. It shows us that we cannot be defeated. It shows us that, hallelujah, the enemy will come in one way, he'll flee in seven. Why? Because the God of favor, hallelujah, will show up 
even when we realize it all that we can seek is let the lord be magnified all that we can say is let the lord be magnified oh ya makara bara vasandara divariya haskarada labalasya victory by the blood of jesus hallelujah there is not a day in our lives that the favor won't show up mm. There is not a minute in our lives that the favor will leave us. Come on, Tamara. Tamara, Vaskaradala. Be conscious. Be conscious. Be conscious. Father, we release tonight every area of our lives. Hallelujah to this favor, Lord. Help us to meet with this favor. Help us to experience this favor. Oh, yeah, Makara, Sikala. Every area which we lack in this favor. Oh, Father, I speak this favor into those areas in the name of Jesus. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Open your heart and receive it. Oh Lord is stopping me here to open your heart to engage you in this favor to engage you engage with this favor receive it pray in tongues however you know oh haraba sandara barabashia clap your hands pray in the holy ghost till you get engaged in it till you catch this in your holy capture it in your spirit ay 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 thank you jesus thank you jesus till your mortal body is strong till hallelujah this is taking over your mind your body ha ya baka till you can visualize your life in this favor ha ya 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 bakala basandala kara basia let there be a visualization oh ya makara basindele manisio lambrane ne siantene mara sandala manose mentini keni mozone lambani sumbona manazia receive it receive it receive lambano it ya makara masanda mara so Oh ya maheli haras karadara oh gara 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 satisfied full of favor full of favor fill lord ay ay oh hallelujah that the richness of your grace shall be manifested through us lord that the richness of your kindness lord divarias karadara the ages to come that he may show the exceeding richness of his grace in his kindness lord victory by the blood of jesus Amen. There are some people still I feel you're not you're not taking it in. Oh, hallelujah. There is bigger purpose for God behind this. Hallelujah. God shows his mercy and love through us so that when people say that our God is great, he will get the glory. Hmm. Some of us used to be so scared to stand before people but when you stand and minister tonight who will get the glory? Will God get the glory. So matter of fact God is raising up the most unknown people to open up great doors. You know why? So God will get the glory. Hmm. And people see that they you know there's a God who is behind. Father, let there be some unknown people who God will raise us in the nations of the world to unlock those 
who you were strategically given keys to unlock doors let them appear in front of this camera and let them know it is for them and let them open doors no man can shut in the name of Jesus ha ya ya glory to god so god behind the success for people to tell there is a god behind this there is an immeasurable grace beyond us it's not because of our great idea it's the grace of god god showed us great love to make the people around you to tell he is behind us god so our christian life started the bible says we are seated with christ our christian life starts by sitting in matthew chapter 13 and the first and the one and two verse says jesus was preaching a sermon in the mount and the bible says he preached there by sitting what does that show about our lives it is in rest that we flow it's in sitting it's in that position of rest the greatest message are preached is from the place of rest that's why the greatest message can be preached by a preacher is the death of the cross of jesus on the cross and the salvation that come from it the price that he paid to die for you he took the curse sickness and disconnect from god and took judgment which was supposed to come to you he carried your sins on the cross and he's the lamb of god the greatest message that can preach is a message that points to jesus and his finished work and believing in that personally for you gives us that rest is seated us is given rest after the death on the cross the bible says jesus resurrected he ascended to heaven and seated at the right hand of the father those who believe in jesus christ are seated with him christian life starts by sitting you are seated along with christ some of us have so used to get victory by battling but when you become in the cruise control mode Jesus battled for you. He took the curse and did everything for you. Died for you. Gave your salvation free and you're seated with him and we begin from that position of rest. He works and we flow. When we sit, he works. We forget that and try to work out, he rests. When we start by trying to achieve something it's always a struggle. Hallelujah. Christ did everything for me. I'm seated with him. And the realization, the consciousness of that gives me a flow into this favor. Gives me the faith into this favor. Oh, hallelujah. There's a servant of God named Watchman Nee. One of the books I think pastor told me to read and I have also read this is a book where it said sit walk stand it's a book's name and the first two chapters is talking about seated with Christ the wealth of the believer the next chapter speaks about 4 and 5 walk of the believer 
whole chapter and verse 1. And then the chapter 6 speaks about the warfare of the believer. The wealth of the believer, the walk of the believer, the warfare of the believer. It says, after done everything to stand, stand firm with the belt of truth. Talks about battle. But it's all start with sitting. You're seated. You're seated. You can only take a stand if you're first seated. Hallelujah. We usually say, are you here with me, church? We usually say that SI is about CI. About that is DIG. About DIG is the IG of police. But the highest rank is IG. Below IG, there are different ranks of police. Police. The highest authority is for the IG. Or the commander of the chief of the armed forces is our president. There are army, navy, air force. But in all these, there are commanders, chiefs, admirals. But above this is the Indian president, the commander-in-chief. IG can take some decisions. Army also can take some decisions. But president takes the final decision and that's final. Whoever takes decision, the one who can override that decision is president. When we say that we are seated with Christ, you have the authority to take a decision above the decision of all others. Oh, come on church. Those who want to receive it, receive it tonight. Hallelujah. Above the doctors might have said something, specialists, experts, hallelujah, psychiatrists, praise the Lord, demonic realms might have said something, magicians, witchcraft, sorcery, whatever be the dominions and principalities have said against it, you can say it above that. Oh, come on somebody tonight. You can exercise decision about that. Your authority can override all that because you're seated with Christ. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Those who want to receive it can receive it tonight. Amen. We should thank our God for His love that you're seated along with Christ. Then you will enter a cruise control mode in your spiritual life. There is power in the word of the King. What you say, you are made kings with Him, the Bible says. In Revelations 1.7, He has freed us and made us priests and kings. Your word has got power. Whatever other people say, whatever decision, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You have the authority to take a decision that overrides. Wow. Amen. Not contrary to the word, align with the word. Whatever, whoever say whatever, it can be overridden through Christ. Because you're seated with Him. The same position. Mm. Let's say somebody comes with you and says, cancel it in the name of the Lord. Tonight, some of your purpose is cancel it in the name of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Rabba, Rabba, Shanda, Brothers, Tere, Tere, Tere. Koda, Brothers, Kara, Hallelujah. Thank you, Chief. You know, sometimes when uh, 
my boys play and they have a car and they lose a wheel they go pa fix it fix it as i take the time and fix it some of us have lost one wheel what do your father say fix it my children will feel that car and the wheel is i mean something very 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 complicated but when it comes to me it becomes simple when you take your complicated things to that daddy hallelujah it becomes simple hallelujah we can fix it in few minutes come on come on somebody tonight oh every complications will go tonight in the name of the lord God has shown us such love and grace and kind if you understand that hallelujah you can move in this authority you can override you have the same authority now hallelujah divariya sambharadara vaskaradara tere vele why did i say that after some time my children will say appa see i can fix this now when you learn to understand that you sit with christ come on you will look at the same situation that you looked 10 years back and said hey i can it can be fixed i've seated with my dad i've seated with jesus i have a heavenly daddy i can fix this things that look bad things that you got stressed out burned out a few years back praise will not burn you again because you understand position come on this can be fixed this is not as difficult as i thought it was hallelujah i have greater authority i can override over this i can overcome this so what is the benefit of seated with christ ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 blessed be the god of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in christ number 1 god has blessed us with every spiritual blessing some people use this as word and said okay there is only in the new testament there is only spiritual blessings there is nothing more than that but 2 peter 1:3 says according to his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue whatever is needed for our life and godliness god has given us so ephesians speaks about spiritual blessing peter speaks about all things come on somebody tonight will god give us what is needed for life yes do you think you only give us spiritual things will he give us what is needed for the body yes only if you believe that god will open supernatural door for you wherever there is lack if it is in your bank account god will deposit supernatural miracles i have many experiences like that hallelujah at least in my remembrance are two or three hallelujah praise god praise god let there be those kind of angelic interferences in your bank accounts in the name of jesus we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor i give you praise and glory lord thank you jesus when jesus was standing in front of the tomb of lazarus he did not say father please have mercy the father i thank you 
that you will hear me. As a matter of fact, thank you, you have heard me. And you understand that you're seated with Jesus Christ, your prayers will change. You are representing, hallelujah, Jesus on earth, hallelujah. Jesus is the right hand of the Father, He's standing, and you're represented here on earth. He said, I thank you, you have heard me. Come on, look at one situation in your life tonight and say, Lord, I thank you that you have heard me. I thank you this thing is solved. I command, hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, the problem in this particular area one take one area and said i commanded to leave now i thank you jesus and wrap that prayer with i thank you jesus you've already heard me and give a shout and put your hands together and start believing start believing expecting for favor to flow in that area hallelujah glory to god start expecting start expecting lord hallelujah yeah yeah ha ha yeah ha 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 glory 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 we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you jesus we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for the new land that you're going to give us, Lord, for the church. We thank you, it's already done. We thank you for the provision that you released for it. We thank you, Jesus, all of We believe supernatural increase and multiplication, Lord. Hallelujah. For their financial release to buy that land. We thank you, it's done in the name of Jesus. Ah, yeah, yeah. We thank you for the favor of God upon it. Oh, victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hmm. Are you getting this church tonight? Hallelujah. We'll go fast. Hallelujah. We can see in Ephesians chapter 2, the word used for favor is unusual kindness. God is showing you miraculous kindness. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we should not beg we thank by the Bible says by the stripes of Jesus you were healed. It's in the past tense. Even for your healing of your body, you should not beg. Two thousand years ago, God dealt with it. Your sickness. You should say, Thank God for renewing my youth. Hallelujah. Your prayer life will be changed then. The resurrection power will move on behalf of you. Say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That the deal is done. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, I'm saved, I'm rescued. I thank you, Jesus. Ruth chapter 2, in an Old Testament picture, is a character in the Old Testament. It teaches us that, with the Lord, some people say, Pastor, it's easy to preach in, you know, in our house, you know, we are poor, lot of disadvantages, problems, obstacles, our experiences are different. I mean, we feel like, you know, we are completely alienated from what you are saying. We lost our business. There is no means for food, difficulty. What will we do? We learn from the book of Ruth. This woman, Ruth, had many disadvantages and problems and adversities and ne- negative experiences like this the first disadvantage that she was a woman nowadays it's an advantage but those days it was a disadvantage it was a different culture so the second disadvantage is that she was a widow she did not have a male support her husband died we do not know whether she had a father or not the father took care of her we don't know but the bible doesn't say that he would have been in Moab because if there was no male support in those days, you will fall prey. 
third disadvantage is that she did not have children the fourth disadvantage is she was a foreigner she was a mobetus who came to israel israelites looked down on mobetus one of the reason is because moab was formed out of a relationship with the father the daughter father relationship brought forth moab so they looked down numbers 25 israelites who were blessed were tempted to sin by mobetus mobetus woman women in idolatry through the balak and balam and brought a curse upon israel they did not greet these people we heard about mobetus through the fasting and prayer they would not you know give bread when israel is trying to cross them will not say hello sometimes i feel there are mobetus in churches still today <laughs> root 1 says 11 one says during the time of judges so just before the book of ruth is the book book of judges you read that mobetus were troubling israelites for 18 years so israel did not like them so the sensible thing is she better be in moab not to come back to israel but the bible says in the middle of the lord she made a decision she said i'm going to embrace my mother in law naomi i'm going to go where she goes her god is going to be my god hallelujah come on somebody tonight she said hallelujah the true god is going to be my god hallelujah praise the lord she was not ready to reject the god hallelujah whom she met hallelujah she said hallelujah i've come here all the way to meet the god jehovah jaira and i'm not going ready to go back say jesus is my god hallelujah and then the bible says in ruth chapter 2 and verse 2 ruth the mobite said to naomi let me go to the field and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight i shall find grace and she said unto her go my daughter i shall find grace she did not have a job she was in a negative situation but she was talking about god's favor come on sometime tonight what are you talking at home Oh hallelujah Come on somebody come on somebody she said she will get up and go to the field if it would have been us we would have said pastor can you pray show us the field show us the job is nothing is happening and in between pastor when we are really really tired the only comfort is to have a kentucky fried chicken and you say fasting and prayer In the 20th century the greatest tagline is from an advertisement of a shoe company is just do it. That is Nike in 1988 they were a small shoe company Reebok was above them they moved from 8 million to 9 billion turnaround because of that advertisement just do it. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. When we hear the message of favor we are just sitting if favor comes let it come. but we should get up and do it hallelujah we need to volunteer and put some effort hallelujah 
to be committed to the favor of God. After understanding it, hallelujah, we should believe in our job. We should believe in our family. We should believe in our talking. Hallelujah, you should put some effort in your talking to talk on favor. Come on, somebody tonight. Put some effort to read the words on Bible. Underline it by heart. And put some effort there. Hallelujah, glory to God. Prophesy over certain things. So put some effort and prophesy and say, I prophesy, Lord, over my situation. And when you get up and move forward like that, something has to happen. Something will happen because the subject is favor. Favor, favor has to happen. Come on. Favor, thing with favor, it has to happen. Something has to happen. Come on. Look at two people and say, brother, sister, something has to happen in your life. Amen. We should go with the right attitude when we deal with favor. Favor needs the right attitude. Ruth chapter 2 and 2 says, And Ruth the Moabitess said unto Naomi, Let me go now into the field and glean the ears of corn after him in whose sight. I shall find grace. And she said to her, Go my daughter. Look at her attitude. Said, whoever is going to showing favor to me, you know. I mean, whoever God has chosen, I'm going to sit there. I, I, I will, I shall find some. I mean, she come expecting with an attitude. Somebody, I will find favor with somebody. She's not getting up for a little time, going, coming back. She said, no, no, I will find, I shall find. God has seated us with Christ. We are not just getting up and going and thinking and doubting. No, we are resting there because we know God will send somebody, hallelujah, with the eyes of favor to look up upon us, hallelujah. Tonight in the name of Jesus, somebody who should look at you with favor, let them look at you with favor. Let them not look at you with contempt. Let them not look at with you with a false identity, with a false look. Let them look at us with a favorable eyes. Some people just don't lie. You go to a blanket, a blanket and sleep. If favor has to come, let it come. Praise the Lord. No. We need to engage with favor. We need to engage with the word of God. We need to have that attitude. It's called the positive attitude. It's not just a new age thought. Is Christianity that? Some people say, I'm not positive or negative. I'm a believer. That is called being neutral. You will not, your vehicle will never move forward. Jesus is positive. That's why we are positive. What did Ruth do? She said, someone will show favor to me even in an unknown land. Ah, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Even in an unknown, unknown land, somebody shall so favor into my life. A widow, a Moabite. She was a Moabite woman. Hallelujah. For Israel, she was dangerous. She, uh, but she had an attitude that God will show favor, extend His kindness through somebody. She was ready to go in faith. Hmm. Next interview, go in faith. Come on somebody tonight. Some people say nothing good is going to happen to me. You know, I've been hearing all these messages. Some people say, oh, pastor, you know, pastor has a way to pep, up, pep, pep people up, but these are not going to happen. Not pepping up. I'm pepping you up with faith. I'm talking doubt out of you. 
Hallelujah. While I'm preaching, I'm preaching doubt out of me too. I'm hearing while I'm speaking. I'm cleansing the word through the word that is coming. You're getting cleansed. And somewhere in the corner, you should think like that. Only then, when, when God really gives you the breakthrough, you will fall on your knees and say, Lord, my God, my Lord. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I said, my job and my company seem not to be in good condition. Newspaper does not say that. It's an economic downturn. People are losing job. And that's the world. But child, are you listening to your world? Which is the word of God. It is from the authority of the Bible. I have the courage to tell you that each one of you who believes in this will move into the realm of God's favor. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere. Pastor has ministered this in Cochin. I'm ministering this in Bangalore. Wherever favor is preached. God's people will find, hallelujah, their answers in this word. Glory to God. Some of you will be seeing this across somebody. Some of you just passing through this message in the YouTube. But if you hear that word favor, just take a few minutes and just listen to what exactly it is. Don't get out of that YouTube message right now without just understanding what it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you step forward in Christ Jesus with this attitude, God will favor you. God will open miraculous doors for you tonight. If you believe it, lift your hands, receive it, pray and say, Thank you, Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus. She believed in what is called the force of labor. That's what our talk topics is. There are all kinds of forces in this world. There are forces working against you. There are forces seek to destroy you. There are so many forces. But within her, she believed that the force of favor was above all the other forces. Come on. Hallelujah. I don't know what force is working against you. Hallelujah. I don't know what work is forces that is that you are seeing right now. But I want to tell you, there is a force that is above all the forces. It is called the force of favor. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Her past or her gender or her past life would have worked against her, but she believed in a force greater than that, a force of favor. That force is sufficient tonight. The Holy Spirit is telling about every other force that is operating against your life. The force of favor is more than enough. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why Paul said, if this is the force, if God is for you, who can be against you? No other force can win. Because you are seated with Jesus Christ. You are seated with Jesus Every other force is underneath. She believed, number three, she believed that this force of favor would work for her on that particular day itself. How many of you sitting here believe that? Hallelujah. That this force will work for you right now. There are only a few more hours to this day. It will work for you. Put your hands together. Ha, yeah, yeah. Receive it and say, it will work for me today, right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
And Ruth the Moabitess said unto Naomi, Let it be, let me now go into the field and glean ears of corn, after which whose sight I shall find grace, I shall find favor. She expected favor to work on that day. There is expectancy and faith. Say it, I shall find favor in the name of Jesus. That's your attitude. My attitude should be God's favor. I already have God's favor. I will find God's favor in front of man. There's a servant of God called Chuck Swindoll. He's an old man, but he said, the longer I lived, I understood one thing, the importance of attitude. He says, attitude is more important than power or position or education or job or circumstance or failure or success. He says, your past does not determine your future, but your today's attitude determines your future. Facts cannot decide your future. It's your attitude today, not even your education money. Your future can be limited by your attitude. Your altitude is dependent by your attitude, not by somebody else's attitude. He says, attitude is more important than appearance or gifting. You may have dressed up beautifully, but if your attitude is not good, no use. Attitude is more important than your talent or skill. You may be super talented or skilled, but if your attitude is not good, you are out of the team. If you don't believe that, ask Vinod Kambli. <laughs> he was more gifted than Tendulkar, but his bad attitude kept him out of the Indian team. Before Tendulkar would score one double century, he scored two double centuries. But he did not have an attitude to get along with other people in the team. Whether in your homes, your workplace, even in the church, it's all determined. God is looking at who has got a better attitude. Ruth's forward attitude was good. You know, her attitude was, God said, I'm going to show favor to this woman. What an attitude. Who decides your attitude? You decide. Every day your attitude should be this. God will show me favor. Expect the favor. Expect in unexpected places. Mm. See, you cannot change your old life. It's inevitable and unavoidable. But still, God can favor, show favor today. What's happened is happened. There's nothing you can do about it. But God can show favor today right now. Come on, church. Don't weep over the past. Don't think about what's happened. Think about what can happen tonight if you believe this word. This should be the attitude of the New Testament church. God and even men will show me favor. I am so favored that nobody can take their eyes off me. I am highly favored. Chuck Swindoll said, God can put up with your sins, your mistakes, your wrongs. But one thing he realized as a servant of God, he said, God can never put up with a bad attitude. Oh. Israel had tested God 10 times in the wilderness. They were complaining, murmuring, speaking negative. God didn't put up with that. They said, we had the buffet in Egypt and here we're only getting this manna. Is that because no tombs in Egypt that you took us to the wilderness? They never expected to to God to fulfill the promises. I believe this year, every word on favor shall be fulfilled in my life. 
Praise God. It's up to you whether you want to believe that. Praise God. You will end circling around the same problem. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you believe that. Hallelujah. There is a level of faith that you need to have in favor and not doubt. Lift your hands and say, Lord, change my attitude. And to have a favor-filled attitude. Put your hands on your head and say, Lord, let me have a favor-filled attitude. Amen. And I stop with this. What did God's favor do for Ruth? God's favor took her to the right place at the right time. Ruth chapter 2 and verse 3. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And a hap was to light on the part of the field. And it happened that she came onto the part of the field that belonging to Boaz, who was the kindred of Elimelech. It says, by favor, it so happened by chance or a coincidence. Some, some people call it luck. We don't believe in luck. Luck comes from the word looks Lucifer. Something happened. The favor of God that she made a foot set on the right field. Come on, somebody. Some of you are going to set your feet on the right job, right field. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See, the Holy Spirit says that your foot you put forward in faith. Hallelujah. That the favor of God will work for you in the right place. Let your timing be perfect and enjoy the blessing of God. May God arrange something for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Ruth chapter 4, 2 and 4 says, And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. Behold means, look, Boaz came to that place at that right time when she stepped in. Wow, what a... Is the coincidence? Is it a favor? I don't know. Hallelujah. T.D. Jakes was a small-time preacher. While he was once preaching and Paul Crouch, the late Paul Crouch, senior, who is the owner of TBN Television, happened to switch on his TV right then. And T.D. Jakes was preaching. And the exact word he was seeking the Lord came out of T.D. Jakes' mouth. And he put, he said, who is this man? A small town preacher was next day watched over all the nations. And he is called the, hallelujah, praise God. He's called the Billy Graham of our generation. Right time, Paul Crouch would take the remote. Right time, the current was there. Right time, he put the channel. Right that time, T.D. Jakes was there in the TV. Right that time, hallelujah, come on. He was preaching a word that Paul Crouch needed it. Right, oh my God. Wow. Hallelujah, it is the favor of God. We have to believe that. People who have noticed you will notice you. The people who have to recognize you will recognize you. The people who have to promote you will promote you. Mm. Come on somebody tonight. The people who have to open doors for you will open doors for you. The people who have to bless you will bless you. At the right time, let God open some things for you. Receive it. Lift your hands and say, receive it in the name of the Lord. Let the blessing of God be manifested. Hallelujah. For you tonight in the name of the Lord. The Bible says, Boaz gave him special attention. 
There were so many workers in the field, so many servants, so many poor people who came to glean the field. But look, the eyes of the Boaz fell on this woman. Hallelujah. Let the eyes of somebody who is qualified to bless you, positioned to bless you, may it fall on you in the name of the Lord. This season, this time, this year, this week, this hour, this second, right now. Oh, come on somebody tonight. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit says you are set apart for special attention from God. Hallelujah. Because of the favor of God in the name of Jesus, you will have special attention. May you have special recognition. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Number two, what did favor do for her? She was singled out by the favor of God. Ruth chapter 2, 5 says, Boaz said to his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? Who is that woman? Who are these girls singing in this worship team? Who are this handsome set of cool dudes, but yet so anointed? People will single you out. Come on, somebody, church tonight. Amen. And today some people say, Oh, but Boaz might have had some other intentions. Boaz did not ask proposal to Ruth. Ruth came with proposal to Boaz. Come on. But the truth thing is, God had intentions about Ruth. Jesus decided that Ruth is going to be my great-grandmother. Jesus had to come through this generation. Hallelujah. It was not about Boaz's intentions. Hallelujah. Or it's God's intentions over Ruth's life was above Boaz's intentions. Come on. Come on. It's not about some man's intentions. God's cow. God's hallelujah. Praise God. Plans about you is above all that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes you think you don't want to be noticed, but favor will select you. Favor will notice, notice you. Amen. Number three, Ruth received special treatment. Then said unto Boaz and to Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not glean in another field, neither go from here, but abide here fast by my maidens. If you study the book of Deuteronomy and Leviticus, you know either you can pick up the sheaves from the floor, which is forgotten by someone or strangers, and the poor people can pick up the sheaves from the boundaries of the field, which is forgotten by someone or the strangers. Here she is shown favor to pick up. Hallelujah. Glean in the field. If the sheaves have to be forgotten, then the workers that it was in the Boaz's field were bad workers because everybody needed profit. But Boaz was making sure that she received special treatment. There was certain sheaves that is just Put, put there so that she can pick it up. Mm. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. Let there be some appraisal. So, hallelujah. Come on. For you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ay, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody. It's for you. Someone receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. Ruth chapter 2, verse 14. What is favor that can do for you? 
Boaz said unto her, At meantime, come, thou heath, and eat of this bread, and dip thy morsel in the vinegar. And she sat beside the reapers, and he reached a parched corner, and she did it. She did eat, and was suffused, and left. It says, Boaz made her to sit along with him, and he said, You are with us. You are equal with us. Hallelujah. She ate and was satisfied. Says, you sit with us. You are equal among us. You don't have to see yourself as a Mobitus. Now we are all one. Oh, come on, somebody. He said to his servant, She does not have to fetch water. She only has to drink the water, water that is already fetched. We would have said she's a Gentile woman. Let her bring her own water. But she received preferential treatment, godly treatment, favorable treatment. God is saying it's not because of your effort, your smartness, past. It's not of your ability. Hallelujah. She was not manipulating him. It was the favor of God. Hallelujah. What is kept for his children. Hallelujah. God will make you sit in places which you don't deserve to sit. God will make you eat and drink things. Hallelujah. With people. Hallelujah. That was trying to say, you are also going to be equal. He will honor you by making you equal with great people. You don't have to act it anymore. Favor will make you stop acting. You are one of them. Hmm. Ruth chapter 2 and the 15 verse. And when she was risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young woman saying, Let her glean even among the sheep and reproach her not. Boaz told the servants to leave something there, not to pick everything. God has planned and has left something. He has put some things for you. God's favor is there. He has put some big sheaves for you. We should understand that when we do something well, we think we have done it. Actually, it was left by God. Our big talking sometimes, you know, when a photographer clicks a photo, everyone says, it's a great photo. But how many of you tell God is behind it? Hallelujah. Praise God. Children go to exam, they come out. They said, I solved it correctly, but behind that solving, how many of you children will say, there was God, it was His favor, or whether to start the business, there was God behind it. Conscious understanding is God who is keep increasing my favor. Amen. He puts an extra sheep for your advantage. Father, tonight I pray, let there be an extra there be an extra that is released over your children in the name of Jesus, Lord. Through your favor, I pray for everyone who is disadvantaged, everyone who is looking and everyone feeling disadvantaged, but through the favor, let there be a supernatural extra that is left for them to enjoy and be satisfied in the name of Jesus. Right now, I release it forth. I cancel every plan and the work of the enemy. I release it now in the name of the Lord. I lose it over their life. Right now, something extra, something extra beyond their imagination, beyond their ability, beyond their smartness, something extra tonight in the name of Jesus. Let them glean it. Let them receive it let them partake of it right now in the name of Jesus right now receive it now hallelujah if you don't realize this you will not grow in favor if you played a good music understand God is behind it 
A good message. God is behind it. Number four, Ruth received the loving kindness. Ruth chapter 2 and verse 20. And Naomi said unto his daughter-in-law, Blessed is he of the Lord, who has not left of his kindness to the living and to the dead. And Naomi said unto her, This man is a near kin to us, one of our next kinsmen. Hallelujah. Ruth and Naomi understood. When you look verse 10, 13, 20, Naomi told her, God has not stopped showing kindness. I like that word. It's not a one-time affair. Oh, Amen. Look at somebody and say, it's not a one-time affair. This, it was not luck or chance or my charisma or my presentation. Ruth did not say, my presentation was, I mean, out of the world. <laughs> the company gave job because, you know, I was quick to answer. Never say that. They might see another presentation and might chuck you out. <laughs> you need to recognize it was God's grace. And finally, we covered this, but Ruth received an extra. The Bible says she gleaned in the field until evening and beat out all that she had gleaned. And it was about an epe of barley. An epe of barley. If you want an epe of barley, you need to labor for many, many days. But because of favor, she have got she, what she would have gotten many days of labor, she received it single day. In the name of Jesus, let that be our portion. What it would take for other people, many days of labor, let it come into your life on one day. The day that you're receiving this word, let it be that portion. Let it be that testimony in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some people say favor isn't fair. True. Favor is enough to get everything in one day. Amen. Not only that she got a husband, she got a child. Not only that she became a part of genealogy of Jesus. Favor is beyond your thinking. Some of you are thinking, whether I get a husband, yes, you will have. Well, will I get a wife? Yes. Will I get a child? Yes. And will I ever get out of this rut? Yes. This loving kindness is beyond your imagination. In the first chapter, they lost everything in many years. In chapter 2, everything happens on one day. Let you find that day. Let favor find that day for you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. God is faithful. God is faithful to restore all the breakdowns. Hallelujah. He's faithful to restore everything that you lost in this lockdown over one day. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Everything that is lost in many years, everything that you have lost in this lockdown. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is able to restore it in one day. Hallelujah. That's why in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23, it's a song that we'll sing. Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understand and know me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is a God who shows favor and kindness. We should boast in that.
Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.